0: Good Wednesday morning to each and every one you're listening to the podcast entitled Encouraging Your Spirit. I hope that you're having a great morning. Today I thought it would be great to talk a little bit more in, in depth about perception, our mindset, and our identity in Christ. And I hope you'll join us for this discussion. Last week, we were talking about uh, how we view our problems and the importance of gaining Abba's perspective. Today, we're continuing that with this deeper exploration. Abba's perspective is through the lens of our identity in Christ. And here's what that means. It is important that we are able to see things the way that God is seeing and that we call things the way God calls it. Think of it this way. A lens either bends light so that we can see everything clearly or it blocks the light so that what we see is blocked, ill-defined, distorted, or blurry. Yet a lens itself is not visible. It's actually something that we see through. In spiritual terms, it is a perception, an observation, a notion, an understanding of something that either A, produces an increase in our relationship with the Lord, or B, it produces a decrease in our relationship with the Lord. It's either the truth that sets us free or it's a distortion that prevents us from walking in fullness, in wholeness, in knowing the true nature of who God is, who we are in Christ and his heart toward us. Colossians 2, 13 reads, You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all our sins. What does that mean? It means Christ defeated sin. We are forgiven of sins and alive through Christ. Yet I wholeheartedly believe that as often as that might have been said or repeated, I still think it remains unclear. Here's another way of looking at it. In the letter that Paul is writing to the church of Ephesus, it reads, That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding, being enlightened. And that's Ephesians 1, 17 through 18. Some translations say the eyes of your heart. And what that means is your physical eyes can see one thing, but it's how your heart understands that allow you to perceive the world around you from God's perspective or not. Our perceptions impact our mindsets, how we think about what we're seeing. Our mindset will influence how we talk about a situation, the actions that we take, what we believe. So our perceptions can be the starting point of spiritual transformation. If you remember, transformation means what? To change in composition or structure, to change the outward form or or appearance, to change in character or conditioning. We talked about the transformative power of Christ in a podcast, and how was the what was the how was the transformative power of Christ me- measured in relationship with Abba? How do we do this though when we're talking about spiritual transformation? And I don't necessarily think that it happens overnight. Paul wrote in Colossians three to set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. We must let our mind and our heart dwell on Abba's nature, on Abba's heart toward us and our identity in Christ. When we think of his nature toward us, remember it's that Abba loves us, he accepts us, we are forgiven, we are the apple of his eye, he delights in us, his nature is love. And I think it's important that we really focus on learning that for ourselves and knowing what that means for our lives. We talk a lot, or I mentioned earlier, about the importance of understanding our identity in Christ. And it's. I bring that up because it is said that we have multiple identities and one personality. Personally, I'll be real with you, I'm not really sure about the fact that maybe I have one personality. I think in some cases, don't judge me, I have uh, personas. You know, my spiritual father can tell you, as well as my uh, sibling. There's sometimes I've talked about, you know, how there's Chris, there's Christopher, you know, and depending on what I'm doing and what's going on, you might get either of those personas, but I'm the same person. Or think about it in another word, another way. You know, I am a husband, I am a son, I am a brother, I am a cousin, I am a, nephew. Those are all identities, all separate and distinct. And think about it this way. When I get together with my family, I don't talk to my father as if he's my cousin or my brother. I don't talk to my mother as if she's my sister or niece, and neither do you. Or think about it in terms of the fact that in ministry, people can, every gift can have a sense of identity. Your profession, uh, so what I mean as in my profession, I'm a professor, I'm a bookseller, I'm a librarian, I'm a writer, I'm a thinker, I'm a researcher. In ministry, I'm an overseer, a teacher, a pastor, a podcaster, an archivist, a strategist. So in different settings, that those particular parts of me come out in meetings and situations. And we, me, you, us, we move in wisdom, in relationships. With Abba, we have multiple identities. And what are they? So glad you asked. You are a much loved child. You are becoming a mature daughter or son or they or them in Christ. You are a friend of God. You are the beloved. You are the bride of Christ. You are a servant. You are a steward. You are a bond slave. You are a soldier. You are a warrior. You are an overcomer. You are more than co- a conqueror. And my point in, in saying those things is to remind you who you are in Christ. And also because these are all separate and distinct identities that you have in Jesus. And all of these identities have resources attached to them. And what does that mean for our life? Abba's Perspective is through the lens of our identity in Christ. You know, sometimes as we were talking last week about how we engage with the problem before engaging with who God is for us. Could it be that we are in our situations longer because Abba wants to teach us more patience, teach us more peace, kindness, and gentleness? Could it be that the fruits of the Spirit can sometimes be more impactful than the gifts? Meaning, because when trials and tribulations and pain and whatever those circumstances are bringing about come and the enemy whispers negativity and bitterness and discord and confusion, all the things that he has and he is, we aggravate him with our peace. We dispirit him with our gentleness and kindness. Or what about the reality and the purpose of Christ is to bring many sons, many daughters into the glory of God? Or when our heart is enlightened, when we have a heart understanding, when we know who our Father is, how he relates to us, and when we know who we are in Christ, what our identity is, and how he sees us, I'm convinced that changes our perspectives. I'm convinced that changes our mindset. I'm convinced we see things in a different way when we focus on that way. And I know sometimes it's very hard for us to do that because many of us have spent a lifetime of not knowing who we are in Christ and how he sees us. And we don't necessarily know the nature of God or we view relationship in ways that it's not. We think we have to earn his love. We think we have to perform. And those are things, none of that is true. He calls us the beloved. We're the much loved child of God. We're the bride of Christ, the servant, the steward, the bondslave, the soldier, the warrior, the overcomer, the conqueror, the bride of Christ, a servant. Sometimes you're the son and the daughter and the they or them that serves. But we never lose our relationship with God. We never lose our place in him. There's nothing that we can do. There's no behavior that we can have that changes his love, his nature toward, and heart toward us. And I think that is so, in my mind, that is so uh, transformative to think of that. To not just think of it, to know it. And I really want us to get into a point where we learn that when we know that when we walk in that and when we move in who our identity is in Christ because when we move in who we are in Christ and all of our identities that we are and and those I believe though all those identities have resources that attach to them I believe that changes everything that changes the way that we see a problem or we see a circumstance or we see our life and I hope today that I've given you some things to think about on a little bit deeper level. You can definitely engage in conversation and tell me what you, you think. Uh, give us your feedback and prayer. A request to encouraging your spirit podcast at gmail.com. I hope I've given you food for thought. So if you remember nothing else that I have said, I want you to remember and write it down. Your identity in Christ is that you are a much-loved child, that you are becoming a mature daughter, son, they or them. You are a friend of God. You are the beloved. You are the bride of Christ. You are a servant. You are a steward. You are a bond slave. You are a soldier. You are a warrior. You are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. Remember that. Carry that in your heart. Write it down. Get it to the point where you know it. How does Abba see you? What's Abba's nature toward you? You are his. We never lose our placement in the family. We always have the relationship. There's not any single thing that we can do or be that changes his heart, his love, or nature toward us. Our identity in Christ is how we overcome. Hope that encourages you. I hope that gives you things to think about. See y'all next time. Y'all have a great week. Peace.